I got my motor running and I'm headed out on the highway. Yes, I'm born to be wild, but if life is a highway, damn, it's boring and I just want it to be done. Hello, screeders. It's been a while, longer than I expected. I haven't played a ton of games in the interim, but I may have a couple things to talk about, and we got a, quite a few calls to get through. I hope your day is going to be fantastic. I hope mine will as well, but I don't know. What I do know is it's June something, maybe the 8th, 2020 hump day. I am Jason Hobbs and this is Random Screed. Hobbs, it's Jay. So first of all, moderation. Well, there's a very Aristotelian view on life, dude. Uh, virtue ethics has uh, expounded broadly by Aristotle himself. Um, you know, other extreme is to be avoided. Um, you need to find the golden mean. But I also just wanted to comment on your question about what you call fluff and its importance in background. I'll tell you what, I think the first step in like actually dealing with background elements and um, narrative within a setting is to stop thinking of it as fluff. Um, I feel quite passionate about this. It's like so disparaging, I think, to the creators of a world to turn around and go, yeah, you know, that's kind of good fluff. As if it's something you pick out of your belly button and it's completely disposable. But hey, this is my opinion, my two cents. Game on. There is Che Webster from Roleplay Rescue calling in on a couple topics about moderation and fluff. You know, guys, I had no idea how derogatory the term fluff was for people. I just thought it was an accepted and usable term. That's interesting. I think my own love-hate affair with fluff came from my first published zine, The Excavation of the Tomb of Lorna Nain, which got mixed reviews from people. And part of that was the added fluff that I had put in there that some people said was unneeded. And other people wanted expansion upon. It was always my intention to start like a, a wiki or an SRD on my website. And then go into more detail about the cultures. I felt like there had to be a backdrop for what that adventure or that mini setting was all about. And it needed that fluff to ground why the things were the way they were, the lore that existed, the things that were happening and why they were happening. Otherwise, they would just be really, I think they would just feel really confusing and arbitrary, which they weren't. There was all, you know, all plot involved. And if someone was interested, they could figure that plot out and make it into further adventures. Is it good vanilla? I don't know. I think Eric Hoffman said it wasn't that good vanilla, but I feel like there's a lot of things that uh, you could do with it fairly easily. And it kind of goes back to that whole argument of, 
if good vanilla is even a necessity or not. Some people would say any GM worth their salt would be able to fit anything into their setting if they so desired. I don't know. What I do know, it's time for the next call. Thanks for calling in, Jay. Hey, Hobbs. Tag, you're it. So I did record a podcast yesterday called uh, How Much is Too Much? Fluff versus Lore in Your Setting Design. Not sure if it's exactly what you had in mind as far as uh, tagging back and continuing conversations via podcast rather than just anchor messages and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear that you're kind of getting more out of you're doing your random screeds again and getting some enjoyment out of that. I've enjoyed listening to them. And um, like you, I would love to hear more collaborations and more natural conversations between two or more people on a podcast focusing on some gaming topic. Not sure really how that's going to progress. It seems like the output in general from a lot of podcasters has slackened with all the social unrest and pandemic and all that going on right now. So understandable, but here's hope. Here's to hoping. See ya. All right. There is Rob C from down in a heap. Thanks Rob for uh, trying to indulge in my little social experiment. Honestly, I had uh, very little follow through Uh, understanding of exactly what it would look like but I think this works maybe we can get more people listening to multiple shows maybe not but I think it's uh it it was cool I went and listened to the episode it was good it's um it's kind of an interesting topic that maybe got farther than I expected I do think there's a significant difference between published material and, you know, just what you're doing for your home game. And that was kind of what I was talking about was published material and the amount of fluff that's necessary. But in the end, I really, (laughs) I don't have a problem with it. I really don't, even though I was saying, if you're only going to play one session of a game that's super deep, if it's a one shot, maybe... I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I was going to say maybe you give it to the players ahead of time and ask them to read it. But as we've both mentioned multiple times, you never know what players are going to do as far as something like that goes. So I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I really uh, enjoyed the episode that you did. And uh, I appreciate you tagging back. And yeah, it's exciting to blossom. I feel like every year when uh, the dark days go away, it feels like uh, blossoming into a new person that I hope is better. Uh, I strive to be better. I don't know if I always make it, but I really think conversation is good. And I think there's less listeners as well during the social unrest. So I think that might have... It might give podcasters less of an inclination to keep on going just because there's less people listening. Uh, Less people listen, less people pay for their patrons, less people, you know, spread the word. I don't know. Could be wrong. If liking you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Hey, Jason. Spencer here. And I just wanted to pick up on what you were saying about 
staying cognizant and not being able to listen to your body, your feelings. Um, speaking from my own experience, I felt a lot of my problems have stemmed from me not listening to my body, not trusting my feelings, um, my emotions, and misinterpreting how I feel. Um, and I found that it was those thoughts that I couldn't trust. Um, what I found to be the problem was this voice in my head, second-guessing everything that I did, constantly doubting what I had done, and overanalyzing everything, judging and generally preventing me from ever feeling present and connected and in the moment you know um that inner voice wasn't my voice and acknowledging that acknowledging that it was the internalized judgments of others has allowed me to tune it out to stop listening to it it's still there but it doesn't have that hold on me because i know that it isn't my voice. And that has helped me acknowledge the physicality of my feelings and reconnect, allowing me to pay attention to what my body is doing. Uh, that was my real breakthrough. And I know it's personal, but I just felt like I wanted to share it. And when I say that's personal, I just mean that's what worked for me and I know that me sharing that isn't necessarily going to change anything for anyone else you know we've all got to go on our own journeys but um, just didn't feel right not sharing it I guess anyway I hope you're okay man take care there were some fantastic call-ins from Spencer, the free thrall of Keep Off the Borderlands. Thank you for that heartfelt and thoughtful, I don't know, discourse, discussion, call-ins, whatever you want to call it, Spencer. I appreciate it. And I think that it helps. Yes, it's very personal to you. But while we all are our own individuals, the more I do this show, I've found the more there may be other people out there experiencing some of the same difficulties that you are or that you have experienced in your life. Or maybe they're married and a loved one of theirs is uh, having similar difficulties. And if you can help just one person, it's definitely worth the bravery or the cost or whatever it takes to share your feelings and put them out there to the world. And when I say the world, I really just mean the handful of people that listen to random screed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I thought that was really great. I wonder whose voices is it that I hear? Is it my own second guessing me? I don't know. But like you say, being cognizant of those voices and 
recognizing them as possibly not something to your best interest and really just the flaws that you've you know had in your life that have caused you problems the concern that it might happen again we all make mistakes we all want to learn from our mistakes but sometimes it's not as simple as that and sometimes it takes multiple times and you just have to accept that and hope that uh, the other people in your life that you end up harming through those mistakes can accept it as well I don't know. Sometimes they can, sometimes they can't. Just like you have to decide every day if those negative people or the people that you feel are negative are bringing you down and you can't be around them anymore or or if you can, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Spencer, thank you so much for calling in. It is much appreciated. And why are there so many cars on the side of the road today? Who's got an answer for that? I swear, I mean, yeah, I've been driving around, but still, damn, I drive around all the time. And it seems like there's way more cars. Are morels bursting up? Is it time to find uh, those little spiky things that I can't think of the name of? Are people mushroom hunting? Is everyone out fishing? What in the frack is going on around here? If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van. Don't turn off that sad nap man. Random screed, random screed. Don't know what you get, but it's what you need. So, I've been thinking about my game systems again. After interviewing Mark Hunt and talking about his... um, gangbusters game and how he used vx it makes me wonder if the best idea would be to use ose because one of the things that i've really stumbled on is this idea of trying to figure out a way to make cover and suppression fire in modern game and games of modern genre have the importance that they should it's like giving the shield in fantasy games, a greater importance with the shield can be sundered. It's not perfect, but at least it makes people want to use a shield, which you saw quite a bit, I would say, historically with uh, that type of fighting. So what uh, what do you guys think? In Gangbusters, he actually just took the saving throws and specifically changed them to make sense. Like... Instead of Dragon Breath, you could have Suppression Fire. And if you're under Suppression Fire, anytime you want to do anything, move, make an attack, you've got to make a saving throw. And if you fail, then that means that maybe you were affected by this Suppression Fire. Um, Cover could work the same way, maybe. When um, you're attacking someone under cover, they have to make a saving throw. Or you have to make a saving throw? I don't know. I don't really know. He's got grenades. He's got some other stuff. I don't even know what they all are. But I have an idea that that might work. The problem that I have is I don't know if I really want characters to escalate in experience and stuff similarly to 
regular OSC games, do I want people to have a ton of uh, hit points and all that? I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I would like to use this system probably for Relentless and um, my Western game, uh, which is called what? Something about a road. Oh, Good Intentions, that's what it's called. Or uh, even Steadfast, my fantasy game. Um, obviously, those rules are going to be a little different. And I also wanted to do character building points functionally when writing the game for attempting balance and not using experience points as a balancer for classes. Not easy. Not easy, guys. These are all things that I fumbled over when I originally was trying to write the games. So, I don't know. Maybe we should have a more design talk about it. If you have any questions about it or ideas or thoughts, give me a call. Let me know. I don't want to talk a long time because we were already at the 13 to 15 minute mark before I even started this topic. But I still think there's value in the hodgepodge of board game, story game, old school game in the systems that I'm trying to write. And I want them to be fun and I want them to be deep. And I want them to be art. Anyway, you know what you've all been waiting for? More T.J. Drennan. It's a beautiful day in the gamer. A beautiful day for my gamers. Would you be one? Could you be one? But don't despair, this colony's breeding great robbers Would you be one? Could you be one? If the 80% mortality rate works for you For a few bucks a month you can sign up and have the hogs kill you So let's make the most of another someday Brew up some coffee and play it my way Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my gamers? Won't you be? Won't you please? Please won't you be my gamers?